Hello and welcome back for another episode of the Accessible Technology Podcast with me, Phoebe Slyle. This is a podcast that is all about the most accessible modern day technology and how accessible it is for disabled people as well as covering what technology is less accessible for disabled people to buy while also hopefully giving technology companies advice on how they can make their technology even more accessible if that is something that you're into. This is something that I have a real personal interest in because I can only use technology with a chopstick or a stylus in my mouth or when nothing is near me with voice control since I am paralysed from the neck down. So yeah, that's why everything is really struck in the way that it is. But if you or anyone else would like to learn more about how access or everyday tech can be, you can follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible, on Google Podcasts and on Spotify. But I'll tell you more about those links and others at the end of today's episode. This is also really just for me to try to expand my brand so that I can try and get my name known in the technology journalism world as working for one of the tech magazines and Everything else would be a dream. In today's episode, however, you're going to be hearing my thoughts and reactions to PlayStation's new accessibility controller. Very creatively, given the name, the access controller. But before I get fully into this episode, please let me just give you a couple of additional notes about the accessibility controller that Sony and PlayStation have made before I get into this. So we have more information about what to expect from the controller itself as well. It was announced at the beginning of this year And if we go back just a couple of months, the name that it was really known by was Project Leonardo before Sony officially announced it as the access controller. That basically allows PlayStation gamers to create a customizable controller that will help disabled gamers play for longer 
plans built for easy access. It can be operated from any 360 orientation. It also, however, has a flat surface and that flat surface can be attached to an amps pattern mount in case you know a disabled person or you're a disabled person yourself who uses something like that. But that's not all because in the box you get the access controller itself, a USB cable, bit pillow buttons which are attached to the controller itself as well as four flat button caps, four curve button caps, two overhang button caps, one wide flat button cap, a standard stick cap, a drumstick cap which is attached to the controller and a bow stick cap 23 tags and that is everything that comes along with it as well as a quick start guide and a safety guide. Once the whole thing is set up this will basically leave you with an access controller that has a round black body that you can connect switches to and stick caps to. Users will also be able to use one or two access controllers together or combine one or two access controllers with a DualSense or DualSense controller which makes it quite similar to Xbox's co-pilot feature and you can also add in any additional buttons you already have as long as they have the standard 3.5mm wire however well this controller has many good features but is unfortunately only compatible with the PS5 and later so you wouldn't be able to use it on a PS4 despite them being a lot more affordable but now that I've went through all of that let's jump into my initial Game accessibility to me means connection. It allows everyone to enjoy the stories that we create. If there wasn't accessibility in gaming, it would be extremely difficult, if not impossible, for people like myself to play. It's about the games, and it always will be about the games. For some folks, it means being able to play a game comfortably. For others, it dictates whether that game is going to be able to be played and enjoyed at all. So playing games was a very personal experience for me because it allowed me to kind of play sports and engage in things that I really couldn't do as a kid. The greatest part about the new PlayStation controller is it's designed from the ground up to be 
not standard. The controller that PlayStation has developed offers the flexibility for the person to figure out how they would like to play and how best suits them during that stage in their life. Really, this new controller is a toolbox. You'll be able to layer different buttons. You'll be able to move different buttons around so that you can make sure that you're hitting the right button combinations. The main thing I really liked was the way you could bridge over two buttons. So when you need to press two buttons at the same time, it was just one. I'm somebody who needs to lay a controller flat and be able to use more of my hand in order to control any kind of controller. I was able to finally incorporate my left hand back into gaming, uh, which is something that I hadn't done really successfully since childhood. To have such a powerhouse partner like Sony take on that venture with this project is truly monumental. We're really excited to see the impact of the controller on helping to make access to gaming available to many more people. My dream is to be able to affect accessibility at the, at the platform order levels. I can't wait to see what the community is going to do with this once they get their hands on it. This controller is a big part of what it means to create accessibility and I'm so thankful to be a part of it um, because it's, it's life-changing, not just for me but for so many people in the world. I sort of feel bad night for creating that video a couple of years ago where I completely criticised PlayStation because of them not creating an accessible controller that was accessible for me in relation to allowing me to play PlayStation 4 but yeah, let me now get into my thoughts. So as for my overall thoughts, personally I just want to first of all say that I am really, really, really happy that PlayStation are now creating an accessible controller for gamers like myself, or as I put it when I first found out about this back in January, coming in from the dark ages. If I remember back throughout my own childhood, what it was like uh, as far as gaming goes. My brother and I did have a PlayStation, but I always had to find another way of being able to play games. And to be honest, what that was like for me was dictating to my brother what direction I wanted him to go in which he would always be happy to do for me but I guess what I'm trying to say here is it's really nothing compared to be able to play all of these games yourself it's really really great therefore that PlayStation are now moving into the same direction of bringing out an accessibility controller Although I will remind you all that Xbox actually beat them to this a couple of years ago. Hence why a lot of my videos so far have been sort of praising Xbox over other companies like PlayStation. Which you really get to see a lot of in that video I did previously where I completely criticised PlayStation over the PS4. So what I will say here is 
although I can't categorically say that something will definitely change between liking Xbox or liking PlayStation, what I can promise you is that I have already been in contact with PlayStation UK and Ireland to say that I would be interested in testing out the controller when it is eventually launched but yeah when it is launched I will make it my ambition to test out the controller and to even see if I can loan in a PlayStation 5 to try it out on and to see which one I do prefer or if I even like both and to try out the games I have to admit as well though it is good that PlayStation or taking inspiration from the Xbox adaptive controller that came out beforehand in relation to the user being able to plug in switches, joysticks or even to use it at the same time as using a PS5 controller with the two controllers reacting as one but anyway Overall, my feelings about this controller is it's really, really good seeing it to the extent that I am really excited to try it out and to see what I think about PlayStation games and everything else. But I'm really happy that PlayStation are now opening up so that disabled gamers like myself will be more involved. Let's just hope that Nintendo will be next. So, it's been a wee while now since I uploaded that video where the main bit of audio for this episode comes from where I documented all of my thoughts on the access controller. But I just really want to take the time to advance some more of my views now. By all means, I am really happy I can now play PlayStation games and I am really looking forward to playing games such as Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Horizon Forbidden West, Gran Turismo 7 and more. However, since there's only like nine games that I have managed to stick into a list of games that I would like to play, I really feel more inclined towards getting an all-digital version of the PS5, but even then I think I would still prefer to loan one in since the cost of second-hand and third-hand PS5s at the minute are so high with one that I set out recently in CEX costing 
351 points. Although you can get it if you trade stuff in and get a voice of the cast at 91. However, if you add um, both of those costs and then the access controller, it gets even higher. But if you are interested in looking into this, the access controller is now available to be pre-ordered and it costs £79.99 here in the UK and if you place a pre-order the controller will be released on the 6th of December this year and should be with you soon after. But anyway, please tell me, what are your thoughts on everything you've heard on this episode of the Accessible Technology Podcast? Have you ordered the controller, or do you plan to order it anytime soon? And are you looking forward to it coming out? Or furthermore... Do you agree or disagree with anything that I have said? Well, if you would like to pass any of your thoughts on to me, you can include them in a review wherever you're listening to this podcast on, as well as via the contact page over on PLTechReviews.com. .co.uk or on my other website www.vbelow.com If you're interested in watching any of the videos on accessible technology that I have uploaded to YouTube before you can find them by searching for PL Tech Reviews on YouTube and please consider subscribing to it if you like what you see. But if you would also like to see some of my accessible tours, reviews, as well as my film, TV, theatre reviews, and political videos, you can find them by searching for Thebes Now Journalism on YouTube. And there is some technology news sometimes up on that one as well. However, if you would also like to check all that out, but you would prefer a video free version for any reason, you can also find the Thieves Now podcast on Apple Podcasts. Amazon Music and Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify and on Radio Public because that's where you'll get everything that is covered in podcast form. In the next episode, you're going to be hearing my reaction to Apple's announcement that Final Cut Pro and Logic Pro 
have finally made their way over to the iPad and that will then be followed by my reaction to WWDC 2023. I plan to update this podcast currently three times a week, but sadly that might have to change at some point in the future because I'm also trying to hold on other jobs in the journalism industry as well. Although I'll try to keep everything as regular as I can when anything does change. If you would like to support me on my socials, you can do so by searching for at Febeslow on Twitter, or as it is now, X, or by searching for the real Febeslow on Instagram. However, if you would also like to check out and follow BLTechReviews.co.uk, you can also follow that, but to do that, you'll have to have a WordPress account. Give, however, none of that sounds like something that you want to do. You can also just support everything that I do in the technology world by just searching for at PL Tech Reviews on Twitter and on Instagram or by just following along with this podcast or the YouTube channel. But anyway, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you all in the next one. Bye!